Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in United States versus Briggs. If you'd like to support the podcast, uh, please stay tuned to the end of the show. This was certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces, and it was argued October 13, 2020, and decided December 10, 2020. Uniform Code of Military Justice, UCMJ, has long provided that a military offense punishable by death may be tried and punished at any time without limitation. That's 10 U.S.C. Section 843A. Other military offenses are subject to a five-year statute of limitations, Section 843B. Respondents are three military service members, each convicted of rape. When they were charged, the UCMJ provided that rape could be punished by death, Section 920A, 1994 edition. Because this court held that the Eighth Amendment forbids a death sentence for the rape of an adult woman in Cooker v. Georgia, respondents argue that they could not, in fact, have been sentenced to death, and therefore UCMJ's five-year statute of limitations applies and bars their convictions. Agreeing, the Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces set aside their convictions. Uh, This opinion was delivered by Justice Alito, and uh, all other members of joined except Justice Barrett, who took no part in the consideration or decision of the cases, and Justice Gorsuch filed a concurring opinion. Respondents' prosecutions for rape under the UCMJ were timely. Respondents contend that the UCMJ phrase, punishable by death, means capable of punishment by death when all applicable law is taken into account. By contrast, the government sees the phrase as something of a term of art meaning capable of punishment by death under the penalty provisions of the UCMJ. For three reasons, the phrase's context, appearing in a statute of limitations provision for prosecutions under the UCMJ, weighs heavily in favor of the government's interpretation. First, the UCMJ is a uniform code. As such, natural referent for statute of limitations provisions within the UCMJ is other law in the UCMJ itself, the most natural place to look for Congress's answer to whether rape is punishable by death within the meaning of Section 843A is Section 920's directive that rape could be punished by death. That is so, even if the UCMJ's separate prohibition on cruel or unusual punishment, Section 855, would have been held to provide an independent defense against the imposition of the death penalty for rape. Second, respondents' interpretation of Section 843A is not the sort of limitations provision that Congress is likely to have chosen. Statutes of limitations typically provide clarity, see United States versus Lavosco, and it is reasonable to presume that clarity is an objective when lawmakers enact such provisions. But if punishable by death means punishable by death after all applicable law is taken into account, the deadline for filing rape charges would be unclear. That deadline would depend on an unresolved constitutional question about Cooker's application to military prosecutions on what this court has described as evolving standards of decency. Under the Eighth Amendment, uh, Kennedy v. Louisiana, and on whether Section 855 of the UCMJ independently prohibits a death sentence for rape. Third, 
The ends served by statutes of limitations differ sharply from those served by provisions like the Eighth Amendment or UCMJ Section 855. Factors legislators may find important in setting a statute of limitations, such as the difficulty of gathering evidence and mounting a prosecution, play no part in this court's Eighth, Eighth Amendment analysis. Thus, it is unlikely that lawmakers would want to tie a statute of limitations to judicial interpretations of such provisions. Uh, first judgment and second judgment are reversed and remanded. Justice Alito delivered the opinion of the court, in which all other members joined, except Justice Barrett, who took no part in the consideration or decision of the cases. Justice Gorsuch filed a concurring opinion. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S and the number 80. Or to support the podcast or me as I slog through law school, please find the podcast on Patreon or follow the PayPal link in the show notes. Thank you for listening.